0: Pickett, she lays it off to Razor, oh! There's no better time in the A-League women's than finals time, and that's what we're covering here tonight on Radio Dub on FNR Football Nation Radio. My name is Josh Parrish, Pakua Frimpong as always alongside me. How are you, Pakua?
1: I'm doing good, Josh. You know, final series is heading, is getting there. I'm excited. I've got my snacks ready. I've got my schedule ready. I'm good. I'm ready.
0: Well, the A-League has its schedule ready as well today. Do they? Yeah, we've got a, we've got a semi-final on Friday. And we've got one on Sunday.
1: Good. So good rest in the Saturday. You know, mm. like, a, like a professional athlete, we get a rest day yeah. and then we're back. And then
0: we're back. Okay. Well, one, one person will be taking to the pitch <laughs> on Sunday and uh, not watching from their couches like us is Maya Markovsky. She joins us in studio. Maya, welcome to Radio Dub.
2: No, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to here.
0: Tell us about your experiences in the, the A-League women's this season. I mean, this team has gone through ups and downs, but you've made it. You confirmed your place in the finals uh, with that draw against Canberra United on the weekend. It must be a relief to, to finally see yourself in the semis.
2: Yeah, definitely a relief. A um, bit of a shaky moment leading up, and towards the end, we definitely made it hard for ourselves, but finals football, anything can happen, and it doesn't really matter where you finish.
1: The team had a lot of, like things to go through you know a lot of adversity they faced throughout the season you know losing Kayla Molina obviously hasn't played um this season how what's that like as a team to you know recover and you know get set your mind straight to be like we can still do it we can still make it to the finals
2: yeah obviously losing Kayla round one was probably a, it was a massive loss not only is she a great player but our captain as well but we've become resilient and we've really fought as a team together through times where we needed the points and I think it's brought us closer together as a team.
0: Did you expect yourself to be thrust into first team football like so often this season as a a young player? I mean Melina going down suddenly you know you're you're the first choice striker a lot of the time.
2: Yeah I definitely didn't expect it but like that's football anything can happen but obviously I'm grateful that I got the opportunity.
0: What are the Words of wisdom that you receive from from the coaching staff and from from Jeff at Victory going into your first matches, you know, as the, as the first choice.
2: I think it was more just have fun and just don't put pressure on yourself and just play the way you've been playing. You've been training well, so just bring it out on the football park.
1: See Jeff on the sidelines seems like a like Mr. Cool you know like he could (laughs) old school could be in like a James Bond kind of movie like what kind of a coach is he like is he is he like really loud or is he just like a pretty chill guy and just tells you the key points that you need to know?
2: I think he's a bit of both to be honest it just depends on the moment in the game he can get very stressed and I don't know if you guys have seen it but he always has a pen in his hand that he always clicks when he's stressed and that's when you know like the real Jeff's gonna come out. So it's like a
1: it's like, you know, a PK in the in the C side. He's got like that notebook and I'm constantly trying to figure out what is he writing anything? So maybe if they combine forces, we might actually get some notes during the game, <laughs> like then it's not just in their head.
0: Uh, I think he's just doing a signature over yeah, and over. A little <laughs> scribbles, a little Superman S in the exactly. in the notebook just to he uh, is one uh, of the, it's just to get in the tension out. Exactly, that's all it is. Exactly, exactly. What what are your pre game superstitions when you when you're feeling nervous?
2: Um, probably just to blast the tunes. I'm usually the DJ in the change room, okay. so I just put on whatever songs I like and just get the girls G'd up, but I'm pretty, like, a happy person in the change room before a game, and yeah.
1: So now, now we've had, like, I can't... We had a player say they like Georgia Smith. Now, I want to know what type of music... And I'm a massive Georgia Smith, I want to know what type of music you're playing, because... This matters, you know. This is like you've unwittingly
0: song. hit on Duh, like just pet topic I just every need week, to know
1: yeah? what's the music <laughs> the Melbourne City women's side are playing before Melbourne Victory. Melbourne Victory. victory. Oh. I'm, I don't, it's Georgia Smith in the Melbourne City change.
0: Don't even. Don't, <laughs> I, I apologise. What's what's blasting the victory?
1: So I'm stressed.
2: That's oh, we have a few songs to be honest. Okay. There's one. Um, it's called We Are Young. Oh, I don't know if you know that. A lot of sing along songs. Okay, a lot of Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Wait, um, We
1: Are Young by Fun.
2: No, I don't think oh, okay. so. Right. We'll I don't do really it. want to sing it, but um, no, it's okay. We won't. We're not we are not to make you. <laughs> no, nah, a lot of sing-alongs. Um, our favourites, definitely Taylor Swift. Um, Ten-minute song was good though. That's yeah, what I'm just saying. It was
1: Pretty nice. Got nah. a bit emotional when I watched. It was, it was nice. It's good.
2: I think that works better for the girls when it's sing-along songs. We all sing together, and it's kind of funny. But the the song that we played just before going out is "Got Me Feeling." Okay, by by? Alyssa. It's huh? like a. Kind of a G-O.
1: Okay, okay. You know, when we need to make an A-League women's mm. playlist on Spotify, so. that all everybody needs to get involved in. Ooh. I'm just saying that could be a thing. I'm just, I'm just saying. Josh. How
0: are you only coming up with this the week before finals? Josh, you we know could what? Have been stress adding week to week, player by player. Stress, it's you such know, stress brings
1: out these, you know, these creative <laughs> ideas.
2: I'm just saying.
0: So initiations, we always ask about them. <laughs> You're having to sing in front of the group. Is that a tradition at, uh, at the club?
2: Yeah, we definitely have. Everyone's done one. That's join the club. Um, I did mine last year, but we have we watched so many this year, and they were so funny. <laughs> H- who
0: was the the standout performer?
2: Standout. Oh, who was had you so laughing many. the most? Probably Chids. Okay, yeah. I, I that's a surprise.
1: I like. I think the Chids would be talented in everything she does, but
2: that's... yeah. But like, she was kind of shy at the beginning okay. of the season. You know, she didn't show much, and then she pulled out like this song that no one's heard of, and she just. I don't can't even explain what she's done to it.
1: <laughs> she's remixed it. Maybe it's on. Is that on your playlist now? No, we record it secretly. <laughs> like, guys, chids, this is this is the, this is the next song for the whole season.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, definitely not that song. No,
0: it's it's funny how people can sort of surprise you when they when they come out of their shells mm. and so forth. Have you have you bonded as a playing group over the course of this year?
2: Oh, definitely. I think the last couple of weeks playing so many games and stuff and having to get results to make finals has brought us together as a team. And I think that's going to really show come finals time.
1: In terms of you and like playing throughout the entire season, like have you found yourself getting more and more confident with your playing style and how you want to be as a player going on?
2: Yeah, definitely. At the start, I was still trying to break into the team and things like that. But the more minutes I got, the more confident I get and the more I was able to just find my feet in the league.
0: Talking about the the schedule that you've had in so many games in such a short space of time, it's been an absolutely brutal fixture list. Making up for those those cancellations, how, yeah. how has it taken a toll on on the group? Because I mean, you must be have been exhausted coming to this. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I think it was the worst when it was like back to back away games. So we'd be home in Melbourne for like one day, and then the next day we'd be flying interstate again and. If a player got injured and players would get injured and stuff like that, we didn't really have the rotation we could use. We had to sign a lot of players last minute as well just to make up the bench. And, yep, but we got through it, so that's all right.
0: Is Ooh. there any particular strategies that the, the coaching staff used to try and manage your, your minutes and, and manage your recovery during those games?
2: I think um, giving players minutes that normally wouldn't get minutes um, was good for us and also just making sure... The recovery was there. Mm.
1: Yeah, The likes of you and Alana Murphy have really played, you know, some really key parts in um, pivotal games this season. What's that, you know, what's it like, you know, playing with players who typically wouldn't, like get as many minutes if you know the season didn't shake out the way it did. Do you guys like bond over, you know, learning stuff with each other?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think cuz all the young players that are in the team and things like that, I think we have each other's backs and we kind of understand what it's like trying to break into the team and the pressure that might come with us, but we're all very supportive of each other.
0: How would you describe your own game and and what you bring on the park? How are you trying to put yourself forward as a, as a first team option?
2: Um, Definitely trying to be a goal scorer. Um, That's obviously what you want in your striker, a physical, aggressive, um, technical goal scorer. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of goal scoring, you did score. You know, a a nice goal. And there was a great celebration after. (laughs) Now, I feel like, I'm just saying, I feel like you started the the C, C, I can't even say it properly, at the Australian Open because I feel like I saw you do it. I got the reaction. (laughs) And then the Australian Open started and that's all I could hear. (laughs) I'm just saying, maybe you can see the the future. Is that what you were
2: were thinking? Um, Definitely not. (laughs) I didn't know that it would um, blow up over social media and things like that and people making edits, Um, but it was so funny seeing Nick Kyrgios do it.
1: (laughs) What was your favorite edit that you saw?
2: Favorite edit? Oh, it was one on TikTok that okay. I got tagged in so many. But it was one like it cut to Ronaldo doing Ooh, it. Oh, yeah, nice. And it was cool. That's always nice.
0: I I think uh, Teo did his best to make it go viral as well. Yeah. On the commentary <laughs> <laughs> yelling out this suit. I feel like
1: that's Teo's. Like Teo was like, oh, thank you. This is my. This is what I want from football. This is the great meme content that we love. And I I loved it. Loved the celebration. And you're scoring more goals and you're looking more comfortable in your playing style. Is it? When you look at look ahead, is there like do you have like like what are your aspirations in terms of football? What do you want to do?
2: Um, definitely in the league, just become like a really good player in the league, um, and just get more and more minutes and score more goals, and then hopefully um, go overseas somewhere. Yeah.
0: We were speaking to Melina before the season started and she obviously got injured, but uh, she said that, that Jeff Hopkins comes up with little individual targets for, for a lot of the players. Um, she was supposed to get five tap-ins, so obviously hasn't had the minutes <laughs> to do that. But And, you know, the rest will come. Is, has he given you any, any individual targets to hit this um, year?
2: Very tactical targets, but nothing like tap-ins or something um, like that. It would be like, oh, you've got to press this player at this moment, but not really a target, no.
1: Well, I've got to ask, like looking ahead into this final series for the team, what what do you think that you're going to have to do, like maybe you have to is there anything you think you have to adjust in terms of the Adelaide game coming yeah. up, like what how do you see that game?
2: Um, obviously we played Adelaide a couple of weeks ago and we didn't really do too well, but we've been able to sit down and watch the game and realize what points we're missing and definitely worked on them in the last couple of weeks and I think um, everyone's going to be seeing a different team out there come finals football.
0: Was there extra expectation on the group this season as compared to last, given that you were coming off that, that title win?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think last year, we were kind of the underdogs, no one really knew anything of us. But this year, we've had the pressure on our, our backs and we started the season really good too. So teams were maybe a bit scared of us.
1: I think it's so interesting that a lot of people, you know, during the season were like, oh, Because after you lost Kayla, you know, defensively, people like, well, Mm -hmm. how are they going to be? But you guys have taken out, like, a decent amount of clean sheets and been one of the best defensive teams. How do you deal with the pressure and, you know, hearing the chatter outside of, you know, the club?
2: Um, Definitely. I don't think any of the girls really take too much notice to it. I think it's not important to us. Um, The only thing what's important is what we think of each other and not the outside um, people. But, yeah, we've just got to keep our... Each other's backs and yeah, just not listen to the noise outside.
1: That's the approach. Now, we were speaking before you came in, and you said that you're a Melbourne, um, Manchester City fan. Now, I'm not going to hold that against you. No, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm an Arsenal fan, I'm not going to hold it against you. Now, what do you like, what from like Melbourne, Manchester City, like abroad, like what do you like about them so much in terms of like maybe their playing style, mm. like particular players do you like?
2: Um, my favourite player is Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. That's a good pick. Actually scored a double in the derby. Um, I think it was this morning or yesterday morning. Um, he's a quality player, um, goal-scoring midfielder. He's very technical. I think he's unreal. And I also just love Pep's playing style. It's, it's amazing to watch. So now your brother goes for Liverpool.
1: Yep. Is there a bit of rivalry in the house, you know, oh, leading up to the end yeah. of this, you know, end the season that they, they could um, overtake New Man City? What's, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, look, they could, but I just don't see Man City dropping points at the moment. Okay. But in the house, if there's a game, Man City, Liverpool, you just know if you're on the losing team, you're going to cop it for the next couple of weeks.
0: Speaking of the family connection, I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is angles been done to death, but <laughs> your Uncle Jonesy being, you know, John Markovsky being a, a legend of the NSL, the comparison is sort of irresistible, right? When you're, when you're almost similar types of players, there's like big physical centre forwards who, who can score goals.
2: Yeah, um, it's so good having him. Um, He's watched quite a few games this year and come to a a few and just it's good having him in my corner and a lot of people definitely bring it up every time. Um, But you know what, I actually don't mind it. I'm privileged to have that name.
1: Does everybody like, does everybody in your household, you know, just because you know your football family, is everybody trying to give you like tactical tips? You should have gone this way, you know, maybe this is like you should have done this. Is that what it's like at home?
2: Yeah, definitely. You've got My three brothers, some of them give the approach of just roasting me for something (laughs) I've done. I definitely cannot miss a single shot because I'll know about it and they'll post it all over social media like they've already done before. But my dad's more like proper soccer coach head. Like you should have done this, this, this.
0: I mean growing up in that kind of competitive household, do you think that's that's impacted you as an athlete?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I've always wanted to be better than my brothers um, and it was like my life goal to just (laughs) – be better than all of them growing up. So yeah.
1: Do you love a, like a cheeky nutmeg against someone you're like playing in the like playing outside? You're like, ah,
2: you know. Oh my god! Okay. The girls will definitely say at least ten times in training, I nutmeg someone. Okay. Just they'd be walking to their drink bottle. I'm like, yeah, gotcha.
1: I feel like a nutmeg's like a great foot. Like just it just it, everybody loves a good nutmeg. Just like someone's walking, and then you just. Whew.
2: It's a yeah. great camera oh, moment, I feel like. beautiful.
1: They all need to be recorded is what
2: I'm saying.
0: Have you got the VO going at training just so, so you can like, play back those little moments?
2: <laughs> no, we don't, unfortunately. But I think Zim in our team, she's copped it the, the most from me. So I've, sometimes I keep a tally. It was four in one day the other Ooh, day. that's good. That's
1: okay. <laughs> well, maybe surely your next training session, you're like, we're going to get at least six and just like multiple. Just maybe you could do like a passing drill as she walks. <laughs> just like that would, that would be good content.
2: I'll, I'll definitely give it a go next uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like this is this is what Melbourne victories, you know, social media team needs to be doing. We've done the <laughs> milk challenge. Now we need a nutmeg challenge, and I think this, the numbers are rising.
0: So, who are your your closest friends in, in the team? I mean, we've got a few American girls there. A few players who've gone on, uh, over to play for the Matildas as well.
2: Yeah, um, close with all the girls, but probably the ones closer to my age: mm-hmm. Paige, Polly, Kara, and Courtney. Bunch as well because they're just we're all very similar. In terms of our brave, our brain links, um, not the smartest, but we always have a good time, and it's just always a laugh with them.
1: What's like the? What do you guys like compete at? Like, obviously, you know, you guys are all great footballers, but like, are you like secretly just like always competing against each other, or is it all like pretty like chill and friendly?
2: Uh, we're definitely all very competitive at everything we do, even outside of training for doing something like bowling or something.
1: Yeah, who's the best bowler?
2: Actually, Brooke okay. in our team, the American.
1: She's just come in and just, guys, I'm the new bowling
2: it, champ. She Well, we had obviously 10 shots and the first couple, she hit it in the gutter and like, oh, my God, to go, go back be on a long. plane. <laughs> and then she just whipped out like three strikes in a row and ended up winning on like a crazy score. I was like, okay.
1: I feel like my bowling skills are only limited to Wii. Cause, like I was done ever <laughs> since then. <laughs> yeah. But then once the Wii remote flew out of my hands, I said, I'm retired. Don't ask me to bowl <laughs> again. I'm finished.
0: Do you have any other sort of interests outside of football, things that you try and do?
2: Um, We all love eating. Okay, That's definitely a hobby of ours, going to get acai bowls, going to the beach, bringing the dogs there. Um, Yeah, just normal stuff, I guess.
1: Speaking of dogs, what type of dog do you have?
2: I have a toy cavoodle.
1: Oh, yes! I've actually been looking and trying to like maybe buy one and just drop it off at
2: my house and my parents can't really say anything.
1: Do you <laughs> that's think that's the idea? idea? Do you think that's the, the art I should be doing?
2: Yes, I pretty much did that, honestly. Okay. Um, bought a whole dog and then I got um, the yes from my dad, but my mum was a bit like, mm. That's the
1: same thing. My mum's like, no, I don't, I don't get it. Like, this, they're so cute. They're so I know. little.
2: Why wouldn't you want one? Exactly.
1: Shocking. It's disappointing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, who doesn't want a toy Cavoodle? It's ridiculous. I don't respect it.
0: I'm not sure really where to go from there. Should we talk about football again? We should talk <laughs> about okay. football. Okay, all right. So Adelaide on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got the aspiration of, of pulling off an upset and, uh, and winning the title again.
2: Of course, that's always the idea. Going back-to-back back would be unreal, and I think all the girls are really hungry for that win, and I honestly cannot wait to play Adelaide.
0: Looking further down the line in, in your career, you know, is the a plan to, to stick around here in, a, at Victory and are you looking to push on and, and get some national team representation down the line? Yeah. You're not thinking that far.
2: Um, definitely that is the goal. Um, obviously not thinking too much. I'm taking everything as it comes and just trying to improve as much as I can and what happens, happens.
0: Do you have a goal celebration planned if you score on the weekend?
2: I will not be sharing it. Oh, but no. It's, it's a... A unique one. Okay, let me put it there. Ooh. No one's done it. Okay,
1: you know what it's we're gonna own do. Unique. So you're not
0: repeating yourself with the no, Ronaldo no. thing. So what
1: we're gonna do, Josh, is we're gonna clip this, and if she scores, we're putting. Even I don't care when she scores next. We're putting that clip up, and we're just saying we have got an exclusive radio dub without it being exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening.
0: Can you uh, can you go off the record afterwards when we go to a break and can tell you just us, us?
1: maybe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh. Okay. Radio yeah, we, dub exclusive without being exclusive. Okay. Like we it. can't
0: tell you, but we'll have inside we world. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, we can't wait for it.
1: Well. Man, I've just got to like, just got to figure it out. Like we're trying to, I like to sit in the, I, 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 I don't ask serious questions because I really, no, everybody gets the serious stuff from mm. the, you know, the people who write it. Yeah. Now I've been looking at these A-League men's, women's coaches, sorry. And I'm trying to like, you know, let's say we were doing a school and I feel like, Agent Stenthal would be a great humanities teacher, you know? <laughs> great humanities teacher. Now, what subject would Jeff Hopkins be teaching?
2: You know what? He's going to kill me for saying this, but history.
1: History is okay. Just because he's been around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, well, I feel like that works. You know what? I can see it, you know, but Jeff would be like that cool teacher that like everybody just like, everybody just loves. Mm, Mr. Know? Hopkins. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Hopkins. Or, or Hopkins, Jeff. Jeff Hopkins, like, you know, the new Bond movie, but just Jeff oh, Hopkins. Gosh. Maybe that's what
0: it is. I was wondering where you're going. I about. didn't know where I was well, going. I got lost. Well, we'll see if Victory can make some history this weekend. Leanne oh. Markowski, thank you so much for joining us, giving us a little insight into Melbourne Victory on and off the pitch, and we best, wish you the best of luck against Adelaide on Sunday. Thank you so much.